guys welcome back to the simple mission podcast um we are going to start off the episode a little bit differently than what we have in the past um today's episode is a little bit um heavy and a little tough to talk about but it's all about um church hurt and how we can navigate through uh getting hurt and people hurting us and um you know, just having a negative church experience that has changed our outlook on the church and Christian and God. For for me, how we're going to start this out, I'm going to share mine right now. And um, I just pray that you listen to mine and that as we go into the episode, you're listening with open ears and with an open heart and we're just going to share. So for me... I'm trying not to share too many details because there's a lot of people listening that I have gone to church with or am going to church with in the past. And um, yeah, so my, it's kind of hard for me to kind of talk about. It's probably kind of procrastinating, but um, I used to be um, a youth leader back when I was in high school. Um, And the youth leader was, you know, a really did leader and he really you know led us to figure out how to you know share you know when new people come in like to talk to them and to you know introduce yourself and for, for me I was super shy I was an introvert and I still am but uh there's probably a group of 20 youth leaders and which is a lot <laughs> and we were all very close and we were meet up for um weekly youth meeting on, you know, oh, how did the uh, service go in the youth service last week or what didn't go so well and stuff like that and what, what we can do in the future and events and stuff like that. Well, over time, over the years, um, this, this youth leader, this youth pastor started getting very um, controlling and I didn't know that at the time. We all, I think, didn't really know that. You know, but it started so small, you know, it's just like little things like, oh, well, the Bible says you need to serve, so y'all need to show up. And so we would show up. But then over time, it, it became too much. And then I eventually went to college and I was busy with college school work and, you know, the workload. Um, and so I ended up becoming really burned out. And I didn't really share that with my family or with the youth leader or the, the youth pastor. Um, and so over time, I would, you know, be make this, not make excuses, but I was trying to justify, like, well, I have a lot of homework. I can't make it tonight or I can't make it for the meeting. I have a project that I need to finish up this week and stuff like that. And over time, they kind of liked that after me. And I feel like because the youth pastor was already starting to talk like that, we all started acting and started talking that way. So everyone was kind of on to me. Oh, Leanna, you didn't show up. Or, um, you, oh, you weren't here to serve for that Saturday morning that we were together. Blah, 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 blah. And so I just felt hurt and really, and I think after I got out of it, you know, my mom and I was talking about it, and she was just like, well, he was using you, he was manipulating you to do the work, to do his job, and I was like, you're right, mom, um, and so for the longest time, it did change my, 
It did change how I felt about serving in church, and I kind of stopped serving for a while, and uh, I think like a year later, I started serving again, and you know, slowly eased my way into it, because I never want a person in the church to, um, I guess, manipulate me like that again, and so I have a you know, dip boundaries with serving. Like, I serve as much as I can, but I don't over-serve. I don't get burned out. I don't allow people to talk me down if I wasn't there or if I wasn't there for a meeting or we weren't there for a certain, certain like, um, outreach event. And so that's kind of my experience with Church Hurt. And I think I, um, I wrote this down somewhere, um, I think on our blog post, um, Setting Boundaries. I think I wrote on there about my church hurt and yeah. more details on that if you want to check that out so that's my story and we're gonna wow. get into the episode now well thanks for sharing Leanna and honestly like your story is so powerful and it really speaks to a lot of people because um you know we've heard a lot of stories and experiences um about you know over serving and being I guess condemned and constricted by the bible because, you know, some people will use it and to get their own way or to for their own agenda or because they don't want to do it or X, Y, Z, you know. And so, um, oh, they don't approve what you do or what you look like or yeah, they don't approve parenting and family and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so, you know, we've we've heard a lot of stories um, like this and we, this episode's going to be really interesting and different in um Lena and I are we're talking about it. I've been talking about it for the past like couple of days, and we're getting all fired up, and we're just like, we need to record this like right now, and mm-hmm. so because this is gonna be a really good episode because, you know, we we know that there's a lot of you all that have been hurt by the church, and so it really makes us sad because you know, but how can we move forward past that? You know what I mean? Like how can we forgive? How can we overcome this to get? connected back into community and and to get involved with other Christians and other believers to strengthen our faith you know because if you're on an island all alone by yourself you know it's a lot harder to have a relationship with others obviously and a relationship with, with the Lord because you know that you can get stuck in your own mind and um, the like the number one thing that the devil attacks, um, is our mind. And so your mind can start playing tricks on you and, um, you know, it happens all the time. And so, you know, sometimes we can get into a rut or we can get into a funk with church and, you know, it it can almost, you know, turn into like a country club type, you know, um, if, if you're not careful. And this is the thing about, this is the thing about church. And, and I've heard this and I'm sure you all have heard this a lot too, but a church isn't really necessarily a building, but it's the it's the people within the building. You know, a church is the body of Christ. A church is composed of really of members, believers, and Jesus Christ that come together and unite together to help one another to pass along wisdom, so they can further their relationship with Christ and their relationship with others. Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah, that's exactly so, what church is. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of the definition of church. And, um, you know, we, we wholeheartedly believe that. And so I think there's a lot of things that goes on in churches. There's a lot of things that happens within the church that sometimes believers 
I mean, let's just say it like if if it's the church is composed of people, like they're gonna make mistakes too, you know. And so, just like you, you know, you're gonna make mistakes as well too. Um, but before we kind of get deeper into this, here are a few ways or just some examples that we've heard, um, and you've probably heard too, of you know being hurt by the church or or anything like that. Um, so uh, we've heard marriage and divorce. You know, or your husband or wife not coming to church, uh, mental awareness when someone's struggling and they get shut down or not helped in a way, or say they don't have enough faith. Yeah, and a few more is sharing personal things, you know, people sharing your personal struggle while, you know, they're praying in the name of, you know, sharing a prayer request to other people. You know, even though you told them not to tell anybody, you told them, you know, in. Not in secret. What's that word? Where you um, like indirectly? Yeah, not you told them indirectly, but like you, it's like just the two of y'all and oh, uh, secluded. Yeah, yeah, it's like, in, like a secluded in a conversation. Secluded conversation. Yeah, there you go. Um, being manipulated or shamed by a leader or a member of a church by misusing or twisting Bible verses, which can lead to burnout and leaving the church. This one, the next one, is going to be a little bit tricky is putting the church leader before God. So we'll share more about that in a little bit. Um, feeling welcome is, you know, if if there is a new place for new people to get plugged in. I think if the if some churches don't have that, you know what I mean? Like some people There's no way feel, for people to get yeah. involved. Yeah, and so then they just kind of, they go for a while, then they leave because they don't feel like the they're connected so basically like the church itself their their structure their setup is not very strong right and exactly. that can end up hurting people without yeah. them knowing that yeah okay i did I, I it i was reading that i'm like how's that church hurt <laughs> yeah um and and i'll go into this a little bit more but sometimes church sometimes something cannot be church hurt it can be where we're just easily offended but that's something i'm going to share a little bit later in the episode. Yeah. And the last one is sometimes people can hurt you in the church without even knowing that they hurt you. So that kind of goes along with getting offended or... Yeah. And all of that. So this uh, episode, for this episode, we uh, reached out, we did a poll um, and asked about 200 random Instagram followers these questions. And this is real interesting. Uh, we just did this recently. This is like current. We didn't do this like months ago. Um, so whenever this episode comes out. But the first question is this. And you can ask yourself this too. So if you're driving in the car or you're listening, working out, or you're just chilling in your bed and listening to this, you know, ask yourself this. Have you experienced church hurt? Yes or no? 79% said yes. And 21% said no. Wow. Have you had church hurt? Do you still go to church? Doesn't have to be the same church. 75% of people said yes. 25% of people said no. So that yes means that they still go to church, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they still go to church. Okay. Was church hurt caused by a church member or a church leader slash pastor? 33% said a member of a church. 67% said a leader of the church. Or a pastor. Yeah, or a pastor. Wow. 
Yeah, has the church hurt changed your views slash perspective on God, church, and personal faith? 41% said yes, 59% said no. Hmm. In what ways has the church hurt you in the past? So this is kind of like a question box that we sent in, but I, I'm going to share it, but I'm going to stay less detail. So we... Uh, yeah, so this is like an open-ended question. So we yeah. asked the followers to send us a question based, based Not a question. On, I'm sorry. An answer to the statement. Yes. <laughs> of like yeah. how, how the church has hurt them. And we only got a few answers. Um, one of them was, you know, the culture was that you're not supposed to say no if you're a Christian on serving. And so this person got burned out from serving and tired of the church. And the other person um, got a a really rude and, what's that word? Derogatory. Derogatory. Remark about her and um, her relationship um, in her life. And so she was really hurt that a godly a godly church growing Christian uh, would actually say that. And so she was really hurt by that. And those are the ways that uh, people sent in that that church has hurt them and as well as my experience. And I know that I think David has his own experience as well. Yeah, so um, with my experience, I'm going to talk about maybe like a more recent experience, you know, um, that has happened to me. I think I'm pretty sure I've had experiences in the past when I like, you know, growing up, but I guess my mom and my dad kind of took care of a lot of that stuff. So I really wasn't a part of it or I didn't really hear much about it. So I don't know, but I could think of the more recent experience whenever I was out on my own, you know, after um, graduating college, after moving, you know, out from my parents and grandparents house and stuff like that, living on my own. Um, You know, I think that I have had this one church that I was going to for, you know, quite some time. I didn't know why I felt this way, but I felt like there was more of a performance going on Mm. instead of like, you know, a relationship building within the church. And so, you know, after going there for quite some time, you know, I could say like a lot of amazing things happened and a lot of great things happened, but there were some things that were left, I guess, a void in my, I guess, time there and it kept reoccurring. And, and so, you know, I decided um, that I think it was best if I, you know, uh, no longer um, attend that church um, just because I felt like my my faith wasn't really challenged or wasn't growing with you know, the church and with the people, you know what I mean? And so I felt like it was like a checklist church, you know, oh, we just checked off the list, you know, like we had worship, we had our meeting, we had prayer time. Okay. Everybody go, go out to eat, you know? And, um, (laughs) and so I felt like it was a, a checklist church instead of more of like a learning experience, you know, because like, you know, we all want to learn and like, we all want to like, intentionally grow our relationship with with Jesus and with others and if if and, and if that growth isn't there you kind of get stagnant and stale and you kind of go off into the world because you know um i guess the world can feel not stagnant a lot sometimes but it does at the same time and so if you don't have that 
that that constant urge of learning about God, learning about faith, you're going to learn about something else, and that's the world. <laughs> it's kind of both ways, you know, or you learn about another religion or another God or something like that, you know. And so I felt like um, I had a hard time learning, and I wanted to learn more about the Bible, but I really didn't know where to start on my own. And uh, I guess I was trying to go to church to learn how to study the Bible, learning how to, you know, dive into the word, learning how to talk to Jesus. And I really wasn't really getting that. And so I was like, well, hmm, this kind of feels similar, you know, to, I guess, what it's like in the, in the world. So I don't know. I, I really didn't feel like I felt like during the week I was in the world. And then I went to this church and I was like, huh, I still feel kind of like in the world. It's really weird. I don't feel the, like a separation of like, okay, you know, this is, but they this is God's they house. They were like, being like the light of the world. They were being of the world. Right, yeah. And that has to come with, you know, conversations, you know, um, I guess the type of people that they were wanting to attract maybe wasn't my type. I don't know. I felt like it was very, um, I guess, like country clubbish. And so I, the, the people that stood out were the ones who didn't fit in, and which is completely the opposite thing of how of how Jesus wants and what Jesus desires for us, you know what I mean? And so uh, I feel like that there was a a line in the sand I had to draw with that. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that I'm I'm, I'm glad I made that decision, but I felt like, you know, there was, I guess, more somewhere. And, um, you know, I eventually found it. So that's kind of my story. And my story is really different from Leanna's, you know. um, (laughs) Mine mine is very, like, personal. Yours is, like, kind of, like, from the objective point of view. Because you said you weren't feeling challenged. And, you know, it wasn't like someone, uh, a pastor, like, said something to you. And, you know, you got offended or, or not offended, but, like, really hurt by that. For me, like, I was really hurt by the manipulation. And for you, it was, like... Oh, I wasn't getting anything from it. That's the the either the pastor wasn't preaching the right message, like in terms of aligning it with the word, or he wasn't challenging challenging his congregation, or um, you know, there wasn't enough outreach for like having small groups and uh, you know, just challenging each other. Yeah, there wasn't any of that. Yeah, so I felt I felt a lack of that. You know, um, at the time and, and like, it was hard and I guess, okay. So if we were to answer these questions ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, have you, have, have you experienced church hurt? I guess I'm asking myself, uh, you know, yes, I have in the past. If I, you know, have had church hurt, do you still go to church? Uh, yes. Um, I still go to church and, uh, was the church hurt? you know, caused by a church member or a leader or the pastor. I feel like my specific case was probably more towards the leadership of the church. Yeah. Just because of the structure, just because how things were were managed and running and challenged. I felt like there was a lack of something. I just couldn't figure out what it was. Um, and so, you know, has church changed your views or perspective on God, church, or personal faith? Um I'd probably say no because I, I was still wanting to learn more and it just I just didn't have the right environment. <laughs> right. So it caused you to pursue more of God, but you weren't finding it at that church. Yeah. So exactly. it didn't change like the way you felt about 
or what you knew about God or the word or the church or, you know, your faith. Yeah, pretty much. So what about you? What about me? How would you answer the questions? Yes. It would be, hold on, I have to look at it again. It would be, have I experienced church hurt? Yes. Do I still go to church? Yes. Has it changed my view, perspective on God's church or personal faith? I said yes. And, oh, also, was the church hurt caused by the member or the pastor? For me, it was the the pastor or leader. Um, But, yeah, if the church hurt um, changed my view or perspective on God's church and personal faith, I actually said yes. I would say it changed me in a temporary way. Like, you know, it challenged my faith of like, well, God, like, what's the point of going to church if, if, you know, I'm spending all my time here. I don't even have a life. (laughs) You know, like, she's kind of a selfish, like, thing. And um, for me, because I said yes, I feel like I said yes because I remember that time in my life I was very very mad I was very bitter I was very angry and I I was holding unforgiveness in my heart towards the pastor towards the leaders towards the some of the other church uh not church uh youth leaders that was with and they're you know kind of blaming me or the other way around and so I was struggling a lot with bitterness and that in time caused me to be really pessimistic about the church for a really long time and I feel like sometimes I still can be pessimistic but um God has really worked in me to always think the best of people instead of the worst (laughs) wow um so yeah yeah, that's kind of my answer on why well that was good yeah so um well, thanks, Lana, for sharing, and, and we, we hope you guys maybe can relate to our stories, or maybe, you know, you have some completely different stories, but, you know, uh, we feel like that this is a need to talk about, a need to discuss, because it happens a lot, um, and I feel like there's not a whole lot of discussions on it, and so, you know, but that's kind of why, that's kind of why, that's kind of why, like, we're wanting to, to, to talk about this to, um, today with you guys, and to kind of to kind of talk about it and then figure out like why we feel that way and then how can we do better and go forward from this, you know, because we can sit here and talk about stories all day long, but that doesn't change, you know, the fact that like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Um, I think the one thing I wanted to bring up was, uh, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you've been in church in a, for a long time, I feel like, and I've been in church for a long time, my my, my mom works in church, and so I feel like I have a, a different perspective from church versus a lot of people because a lot of people do just attend church or they become a leader, but uh, I have a different upbringing from that. Um, I feel like one major, major cause of church hurt is when people leave the church and the transition of, you know, you know, someone leaves the church, a pastor or a leader, and they try to take people with them or versus, or they start sharing stuff about the church that's not true or stuff like that. Or people leave the church in a peaceful way and there's still hurt happening among the members. And 
from what I was saying in the beginning about, you know, examples of church hurt is one of them is kind of a contradicting statement is putting the church leader before God. And so, you know, someone can really look up to their pastor or their leader, but if they're doing it too much and putting them on a higher pedestal, then where's God in all of this, you know? Um, So it's really important to make that, I guess, self-assessment on whether you're putting your pastor or your leader in on, on a higher like level, you know, and then if they do something or they leave or they made a mistake, um, you know, that can really cause you to truly, um, I guess, be really, really, really betrayed. I feel like I was talking to David about this yesterday. And he was like, well, should people feel hurt and betrayed when people leave or when not people, um, leaders, when they leave the church or when they uh, make a mistake or they sinned or whatever? And I was like, I feel like it's going to happen. Like, you, you can't say, oh, you're not supposed to feel hurt by this because oh, we're all broken people and we're imperfect people that are living in sin in this world. Um, so what what would you say to that, honey, from what you were saying yesterday about that? I think that a lot of times we can be put ourselves into a vulnerable state, you know? I mean, if you have been locked in from COVID and 2020 and all this other stuff and even 2021. And 22. I guess and 22, some of 22, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, like, it's crazy because you get so isolated and stuff and then, like, you don't want to go out and you don't want to socialize and you don't want to be a part of anything. You just want to sit, sit to yourself. But on the other side, you want that. So it's like a constant battle within yourself. I feel like the moment you, you know, get up and leave your house is the moment when you're most vulnerable because you're leaving your little comfort zone of your couch or whatever, your bed. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so then, you know, you go out into the world or you go out into, well, yeah, I guess the world, the church is in the world. So you go out to the world and you're kind of vulnerable, right? You don't know what's going to happen. You know, who's going to say something to you. You don't know how something's going to react. I mean, this is this can happen out in, in or outside of church. I mean, you know, you can be shopping at the grocery store and somebody can make a rude comment or, you know, I don't know, cut you off in line or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? And, like, you can choose not to go back to that grocery store ever again. Oh, I'm not going back to that HGV because if one person said this to me or this cashier was rude to me. I- yeah, so it, I, I feel like it can happen across all levels within the world, not just the church, but... You know, but the church is such a different feeling too, different, because it's a spiritual hurt. Yeah, it's more deeper than like a grocery store or a, a nail salon or something. I don't know. <laughs> a nail salon. You know what I mean? You messed up on my nails. You know, <laughs> that was that was funny. Okay. Anyways, um, where was I going with all this? Oh yeah, and so you know, I think church can be a lot more sensitive because it's spiritual, it's emotional, it's you're investing, you know, your time and your resources and your mental state, your spiritual state into this church, and so like your expectations are really high. I feel like, and then that expectation can be placed on pastors and leaders. Yes, and then you know, whenever leaders or pastors or members do something. It can really hurt even deeply, even more deeply than, I don't know, something other in the world. And so, you know. Um, well, because but, people in the world are worldly, but people in church are supposed to be Christ followers who follow the Bible. Yeah. That's why it hurts more. 
that's why I think it hurts more because there's there's a persona of you know Christians in the church and there's a persona of pastors and there's a there's a persona of non-Christians and like oh like it's fine you know what I mean within the world but but pastors and leaders and church members can't mess up you know because you know and so that's that's hard and so it comes down to in reality um, that we are all sinners even the people of the world and the people of the church and so even the I, people in the church that have hurt you yeah even the people that have hurt you within the church are sinners and you are a sinner too and so it's like you know i think that it's a kind of like how Leanna said it's more sensitive but the fact of it is is that maybe the reason why you're in church is to learn more maybe you want to get connected with the right people in the world like maybe you want to do better and so you know like thank goodness that you're there you know what i mean and so um but just i guess it's not about really what other people do but maybe it's about like your own heart and your own intentions and your own mind like like where do you stand with stuff you know like if if you're you know like i i can think of examples when you know somebody comes into the church and they've got all these problems and they got all these issues which is great <laughs> And then, yeah, well, because, like, hey, like, you're here. Yeah. And then there's some churches that will just turn their back against people like that. Like, oh, yeah. like, you're too much of a case for us. Or, oh, like, you're you're too broken for us. And go, it's, go somewhere else. Yeah, like, take your baggage somewhere else. But, Terrible. And, but in the reality, the You've church. You've got baggage, too. Yeah, but in reality, like, the church was designed and built for the lost. To have a safe place. Um, to be able to share experiences and receive the love of Christ in return, regardless of the denomination or the characteristics of the church. Yeah. And that is the reality. Like, that is exactly what God, why God created the church. Because it's designed for the law. It's not, what's that one verse that Jesus said about, um, about, oh my gosh, it's the one about Matthew. Mm-hmm. It's the verse that he said to, to the Pharisees where he said, well, the the physician, what was that one line? The fi- people go to the physician who are sick, not the healed or not the healthy. Yes. So, so do sinners go to church? Not the like the, the righteous or the sinless people. Right. I'm probably butchering that really awful. <laughs> I'll probably find it and I'll post it on the show notes. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's a really good point. And um, you know, there's also um some other really interesting topics about this. Like whenever Leanna was talking about like leadership and leaders putting them on a pedestal and stuff. Um, <laughs> there's this one Bible story. And I think it's crazy. I almost think it's it's almost humorous, but it's really not funny. But it is kind of humorous. Whenever Moses led the Israel, the well, the Israelites out of Egypt, right, and they were in the desert for I don't know how many years. Moses led them out, right, and so, but God was doing miracles throughout all of that while Moses was, I guess, like leading the leading them out, right. But God was like the number one, like God really showed himself, but he just used Moses to be able to get the people out. Okay, well, get this, like Moses, God calls Moses up to a mountain 
I don't know. It's called Mount Sinai, right? I think so. God calls Moses up on up to Mount Sinai for I don't know how many days. He was gone for a while. He was gone for a while, right? I think within like a week or it's a very short time frame. I don't know if the Bible actually says how short of a time frame it was. The people started saying, Moses left us. Moses is gone. What do we do? We have to find another person to wor- or something else to worship. So they built like a huge golden calf like days after Moses just disappears, completely forgetting everything that God has done for them leading up to this. Moses comes down the first time. He goes up there multiple times. And he is he like really, times. really mad. Yeah. And he's like, what the heck? I was I was gone for not so long. He smashes the tablets like of the, of the, the Ten, Ten Commandments. Commandment. He's like, man, like y'all are pointless or whatever. They were all distraught and they all, you know, sackcloths and ashes and all this stuff. Yeah, but, but then he like he he punished them. He was like, Who started this? Blah blah blah. And so, you know, they had to punish them, you know, to Show an example of you shouldn't do that. Yeah, and so it was crazy. And so I feel like that story can be related to us within the church. When church transition happens, when your church leader or pastor messes up in this world or just disappears, I feel like the congregation goes crazy. Just like how the Israelites went crazy whenever Moses left. Yeah. So, and I feel like there's there's a, there's a difference between putting faith and putting hope and putting i guess your dreams and your realities within a leader a pastor a church member versus putting them in god yeah you know because i feel like if there was a group of people in the israelites that were like no like you know god's still with us like look at what god has done i feel like it would change their perspective and they probably wouldn't have done that whole calf building thing unless there were, like, were some people but, yeah, but they probably you got know, shut they, down yeah exactly so they were too concerned with the person leading them instead of uh, God, God leading them. And they forgot that God was watching. Yep. Yeah. They thought that God was just inside that little cloud that was leading them. <laughs> um, but yeah, the one thing I was, you know, sharing earlier was that after the church hurt, I was really bitter. Um, and so... David was kind of sharing how, you know, it's really different um, getting hurt by the church versus, like, in the world. And, um, yeah, so either way, it's not only a physical and mental pain or hurt. It's a spiritual pain that can cause bitterness and decay in your soul. And it can really change your views on what the church should be and what it was to you. Um, So that's why we... Are sharing this because it's important to overcome the church hurt, whether it's going to take you a long time or whether it can happen in a few months or whatever. I know it's going to take time. I know it's hard. Um, but if you don't overcome that church hurt, you may live with this growing bitterness that will eventually overcome your life and everyone around you. You know, and that bitterness can grow into unforgiveness. And unforgiveness is such an ugly thing. I know what it feels like. <laughs> um, it can really rot your mind. It can rot your soul and your spirit and your walk with the Lord. Um, yeah, I was just letting you know what happened when church hurt is not really dealt with on the inside. Um, yeah, and we're going to be talking more about that uh, because like, we were actually going to flip episodes 
but we feel like that we wanted to bring up, I guess, um, church hurt first. Church hurt first before we talk about something else very important, which is which unforgiveness. Is, yeah. I'm just gonna say it out loud. Unforgiveness. So right now we're trying to help you all, I guess, uncover the the church hurt, the pain. We understand it's gonna happen. It's inevitable, but we feel like that with our next episode, you'll be able to hopefully better better forgive and move on and to be able to grow your relationship, um, you know, with Jesus. And so, you know, there's a lot of things that within this, there's a lot of sensitivities and stuff like that. But we'll talk about some of that on, on, on the unforgiveness on episode. On that unforgiveness episode. So why does, why does church hurt happen? Like, why does it, why does it make me feel this way? Why, you know, why did that one person say or do this, you know? Um, you know, I, I like, I think usually people are hurt, not from beliefs or a building or some sort of like structure, but they're most hurt by people, I think. And that's inevitable. And that's honestly, uh, what we learned from with the questions that we asked, um, with the 200 people. You yeah. Know? So. I think the other thing that, you know, what David was saying was, you know, sometimes we can be really hurt from the church. It's because we were we were very vulnerable. We were very raw and open, and we let ourselves in, or we let people in to our heart, you know, our mind, and what we were going through. And you feel betrayed when they either were not there for you, or they um, either... I feel like they can misinterpret what you were feeling into something like, oh, well, were you praying enough, or did you have enough faith? Or were you in prayer on this for days and days? Did you fast about this? And if you say no or, oh, I did, they say, oh, well, then you didn't do enough. Or they can, they probably, you know, you feel betrayed because they gossip about your struggle. You know, sharing with other people, like we said in the beginning, of in the name of sharing a prayer request. Um, or a leader lets you down because they manipulated you, they shamed you, they shamed you, or they actually hurt you. I don't know if there was any kind of abuse that had happened um, while you were in church. Um, that can be something that can be, be really difficult, and it's not something we're trying to tell you. Oh, you need to overcome that because that that might take a long time and years to overcome it with counseling and with um, guidance from um, licensed professionals. Um, but I just wanted to say this, um, you know, David, you can chime in whenever you want, but, you know, I was kind of thinking about church hurt. I was thinking about a few people that kind of go to church off and on. They go to different churches because they didn't like what a pastor said or a leader said or a member said or what they did, one thing that they did or whatever. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, is that, is that really considered church hurt or is it that to me now <laughs> and David and I were ch- trying to figure out a name for that yesterday and the only one name that we thought of was you know self-pity or self-hurt because they're so easily offended by something that someone says that they shouldn't have said or should have done and and in all reality, people are going to say things or do things that can upset you or hurt you, but I wouldn't necessarily call it church hurt, just because it can be something so small, and why would that be the reason for you to leave the church? Like, maybe you just wanted a reason to leave. Yeah, I think sometimes we can feel irritable 
there's another word. We were trying to figure out a word for this, and it's kind of hard to define. But you know, self pity. There's another word, uh, irritable. Like like we can get irritable towards things and get aggravated or get, you know, I guess easily offended, and then we can react um, from there. And so, you know, um, yeah, no, but that's good though. Um, I think that sometimes you know people people will do that just because they are very sensitive with things going on in their life. And like if one person says something or if one body, somebody makes a comment, you know what I mean? Their natural reaction is to run, you know, or to just flee from the flee from what's going on, you know. And so um, and it's really sad um, that, that that there are people that, you know, are like that. But um, we understand that because people go through things, people are hurting all the time, and like we we understand. But we feel like that if you're in a position where you're doing that often, where you're you're getting you're more irritable, you're more you have a lot church hopping, self pity, or you have you know all that stuff. I think you really need to look at your heart. You really need to like maybe go see a counselor or something to try to talk through some of the things that's been going on in your life. Because obviously, I feel like it's not necessarily who said or what said, it's you said. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is your heart telling you? And if it's not good, then it's whoever says something to you is just going to be not good. You know, if your heart is already hardened, um, no matter who says what, it won't matter because... You know, it's all up to you and it's your choice and it's your option to really to heal. And so, you know, you can you can, you know, start that healing process by by praying, by seeking advice, by seeking counseling and stuff like that, because, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. And another thing that I was thinking of while we were talking was, you know, another reason that people can be offended is because they were very convicted. You know, someone may have shared the truth about, you know, they're addressing their sin in their life. They're doing this wrong, but they're addressing the truth in love. You know, they're saying it with grace and with mercy, not condemning them. And so people can really get offended and they can receive that as, oh, you're dating up on me and uh, I'm not going to deal with it. But at the same time, they know in their heart that what they're what the church leader or member is saying they're right. But you don't want to say that they're right, or you don't want to face that truth of I am living in sin, or I'm doing this continual sin over and over. But I feel like that's another reason why people can leave the church, or because a member says something in in true with love. You know, they um. And I feel like that's another like example of getting offended easily because well I wouldn't say get offended easily sorry about that maybe she's getting offended because someone said the truth to you that you didn't want to hear so but at the same time if someone did condemn you that's different if someone you know really talked down on you and say oh you're going to hell because you're doing this or if you don't stop doing this you're going to hell like yeah that's different like that is actually like abuse and you know they're condemning you and that's not of God but at the same time if people did share something and you know address your sin and share the truth in love that's different and that's something that what David was saying you have to look in your own heart really pray about it and maybe seek some help on this 
Yeah, because, you know, um, I mean, we can, if you're a Christian and you've been in church, you know, for many years, you've probably been hurt some sort of way, some sort of time, some sort of fashion. And if it's sitting there unresolved, it can build into bitterness. And so, you know, more bitterness, more resentment, and um, the, that it's a lot harder to come out of that, to come back from that, you know, if, if it goes on to that stage, you know. Um, the other thing to, I guess, that can be helpful, that if, you know, just like in, in any relationship, you know, relationships can get bumpy sometimes, maybe have some cliffs, maybe you'll like fall straight down on your face, both of you or, you know, one of you. And so I feel like, you know, just like how if you're in a relationship with someone, you kind of have to treat that like you're treating the church. You know what I mean? Like you can, you know, have you're obviously having a relationship with those people. You're being vulnerable, spiritual vulnerability, your your emotional vulnerabilities there. And so, you know, um, I feel like talking through things is, is also good too. Like if somebody says something to offend you, like say, hey, like, you know, like, like, like what's leaving. up with that? You yeah, know, instead like, of sharing what happened. Yeah, like, can you explain this further? You know, and then they may explain their reasoning further and you can have a good legitimate conversation on, you know, why they said this. And so, you know, and, and then the, the offense won't come so easily. You know, you can ask them questions like straight out, like, hey, like, you know, like, how do you feel about this, you know, or, or whatever, and have a conversation about that instead of a statement and then like walking out. Yeah. So. Um, I feel like we're staying, we're sharing all of this. We're talking about church hurt because we've been seeing it a lot more lately, more prevalent. People are just angry about the church. They're angry about what happened to them in the past, whatever it is. And, um, yeah, a lot of people were just going through a lot. And, um, I just wanted to share that, you know, not to make it so spiritual, but, you know, that's just how we are connected to God in a spiritual way. You know, in the church hurt, you know, the enemy is really going to try to use your church hurt or pain to get you to hate the church to hate all Christian, to not follow or believe in God anymore. That's what he wants. That's his ultimate mission. Yeah, I'm saying mission because it's called a simple mission. Um, that that's his ultimate mission is to get you to turn away from God and to live, and to live in self pity and to be angry all the time and to just hate your life. That's what he wants for you. And so we're just you know, wanting to encourage you to fight that. And you can't do that alone without God. That you have to have the Holy Spirit to help you and for, you know, the church to help you. If you can go back to the same church or a different church, you know, to let them rally around you and to pray for you and to support you. Um, And that's how we can win the battle against the enemy. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, Is there... Wow, this is great. Um, is there is there is there anything else that that we want to talk about? Like, I think that there's another topic that we really haven't talked about, and that's, um, I guess, the church perfection. Well, well, we kind of talked about it in the uh, church hunters series about how the church is not perfect. Yeah, we did. Um, so, you know, I guess how can I guess, you know, how can we learn from all of this? Like, you know, basically, 
Uh, in summary, I think that there is going to be hurt, especially when you're vulnerable. Know that, you know, and know that it's okay to challenge and ask questions and, and, and it's okay to to build relationships, you know, because and it's okay to learn. And so, you know, um, and I we both feel like that sometimes, you know, we can get very opinionated, we can get very emotional and our opinions uh, or feelings aren't really necessarily the truth, but God's word is the truth. So if you ever feel like you're questioning a church or you've been offended some way or somehow, you know, go to the word and seek the word, open your Bible and read it and you may find the truth in there um, because you probably will, you know, and you can always lean back on that, you know, and so um, because the church is, like I said, composed of sinners and but at least they're there and they're trying to do better and they're trying to have a better relationship with God and a better relationship with others. And so things are going to happen. People are people are people and they're going to mess up. And yeah. so, you know, but we all have God's word. Thankfully, we have the truth. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the Bible that can teach us and we can learn from it every day. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to share something. Um, it's something um, that I found online. It's called dot question dot word. Oh yeah. And it's the 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 question that they asked them. It's a Christian uh, website. The question was, "How can I overcome being hurt by the church?" Which is perfect perfect for this episode. I just wanted to read a little snippet of it to encourage you. It says this: Don't blame God for how his children behave. Don't abandon the church either. There are many more dedicated, grace-filled, loving, and forgiving people than not in most churches. Seek them out. Spend time with them. If you cannot find them, find another church. The church is God's idea, and he protects it faithfully, even though he is sometimes pained by its behavior. You can have hope because you are seeking healing from the Lord. It is now up to you to do the right thing and to turn your focus to the person who will truly transform your life above and beyond this hurt. Jesus promised, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's from Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty. Wow. So I'm gonna leave it like that on a high note, and I pray that you know the conversation on church hurt was enlightening for you and just a breath of fresh air for you, and we're highlighting something that you may have struggled with on your own and had no one to talk to. We dealt with it before. And I pray that you got encouragement from it and that you can move on from this. Yes. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you've learned a lot. We sure have learned a lot. It's yes. been it's been interesting. It's been fun. It's been challenging. It's been emotional. Um, so, yeah. So we'll um, talk to you guys in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll see y'all. Bye. Bye.